Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. As we continue our meditation of Jonah's magnificent God, we're in chapter 3, verses 2 through 4. A patient God gives clear warnings. You know, we only have eight words of Jonah's message to the Ninevites. Whether there were more words or not, we really don't know. But we do know that the warning was simple and clear. Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Obviously, the Ninevites wanted to know who and why. Who is going to overthrow them? Another nation? A foreign army? Who and why? Why Nineveh? Well, as they soon found out, God was the only one who could answer both questions. Who? God. Why? Sin. God's original command to the prophet Jonah told him what to do and why. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Once the Ninevites realized that it was the creator God, Jehovah, who asked Jonah to warn them of the coming judgment because of their wickedness, they immediately believed that God was going to do what he said. They heeded the gracious warning and repented. Here is what the king of Nineveh's press release uh, said to the city. Quote, let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that's in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? Interestingly enough, we see God give a similar command to all of us, not just once, but twice in rapid fire succession. Luke 13.3 and Luke 13.5 are mirror images to each other. God forever has the same desire. He wants us all to repent, to turn from our sins so that the only capital O one that can save uh, us will do so that we perish not. It is not God's will that any should perish. God is so very patient and long-suffering with us, so we will choose his will, turn from our sin to his son for forgiveness. Luke 13, 3, I tell you, nay, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Luke 13, 5, I tell you, nay, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Second Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slow concerning his promise of returning to earth to rescue the redeemed, as some men count slowness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You know, the word perish can never be viewed in a shallow way. John uses the word should not, should not, shall never, shall never in connection with the word perish. Think about this in John three fourteen: As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John ten twenty eight, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Then John eleven twenty five, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. You see, a patient God gives clear warnings. God was patient with the people of Nineveh and sent Jonah to give clear warning of God's future judgment. They were not 
the first to receive such a warning. Many years before, God was patient with a very wicked human race and sent Noah to give a clear warning. We see in Genesis 6 that all the while Noah was building an ark, over 100 years, he was warning his wicked neighbors of God's sure judgment that was to come. When you have time, carefully read through 1 Peter 3.20 or 2 Peter 2.5 and then Hebrews 11.7, which explain the kind of warning that God gave the world through Noah. Rejecting God's clear warning results in devastating consequences. A patient God gives clear warnings. God was even patient with the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he spoke with Abraham about their future judgment. God told Abraham, who warned Lot. Lot tried to warn his daughters and their husbands, but to no avail. We all know the consequences for those two cities because they refused to respond to God's warning and thought Lot was just basically joking with them. A patient God gives clear warnings. God's magnificent patience was seen in his dealings with Noah's generation, Lot's family in Sodom, and the Ninevites. Those in Noah and Lot's day refused to listen to God's warning and were destroyed. The Ninevites repented. God has patiently given every man alive today a clear warning from his word, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Being clearly warned of God, that hell is the eternal home of all who reject Jesus Christ as the one true savior of the world. It is so sad that so many still choose their own way rather than God's way. The Sodomites, they laughed at God. The Ninevites listened to God. We would be wise to follow the example of the Ninevites rather than the Sodomites. By the way, no one can ever accuse our patient God that we were never warned. A patient God gives clear warnings. Hey, our time's up. I hope this has been encouragement or something you can share with your friends, okay? Warn your friends that what God says he's going to do, he will do. But our time's up for today. But it is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope you have a good day.